Hey everybody, this is Jan. You are listening to the Creator Smarts podcast, and this is episode 101. Here at Creator Smarts, we're all about helping you turn your successful brand into a strong, future proof online business so that you can reclaim your time, build wealth, and grow your impact in the world. And in today's podcast episode, Oli is going to talk about how to manage your finances because when you grow up you're often taught to save money and watch your spending but for successful curators this advice can actually be dangerous so in this video Oli is going to explain the danger of bank balance management and what you should do instead and by the way this episode was originally published on our youtube channel so if you want to watch the video make sure to check out our youtube channel it's called creator smarts Oli, go ahead So when I first got started with this online business thing, my, I had an aim. And my aim was, all right, if I can just make it to $5,000 a month in my business, then I will be fine. Everything will be, will be great. I won't have to go back to my old job with my tail between my legs. I'll be able to sort of stay here and have the life that I, that I want, uh, you know, here in London where I was living at the time. That was, that was my target, $5,000 a month. And um, I could have really had it there as this big goal to aim for. So I kind of worked hard at the business and I grew and I eventually reached that point where the business was making 5K a month. But funnily enough, I never felt that feeling of arriving because by that point, by the time the business got there, of course, the goal, the goalposts had moved and, uh, and I now wanted something else. And so I kind of carried on growing the business. And as I did, I found that the cash in my business bank account would start to kind of go up slowly but it would start to accumulate and i'm naturally quite you know quite quite uh, quite frugal so that the money in my bank account would start to increase and i just thought to myself okay well this is great if i can only get to such and such amount then everything will be fine but a funny thing happened which was the more cash accumulated in my business account the more um insecurity i started to feel because my mindset had shifted to instead of uh, you know oh well isn't this great how well this is working, it's, well, what happens if this all goes away? What happens if the business stops working? And so the more kind of, uh, quote unquote, success I had in the business, the more um, insecurity I felt around finances. Now, the problem with this is that if you don't properly invest in your business uh, as it's growing, then you're going to have all kinds of problems with the business. You're going to have far too much pressure on yourself. You're going to have your business will be lopsided, and it's not going to be able to keep uh, to keep moving. So you do need to keep investing in your business as it as uh, as it grows. But how can you properly invest in the business if spending money of any kind is associated in your mind with less cash? If it's uh, if any kind of spending is associated with this kind of danger that you feel probably as a result of feelings around money from when from when we were when we were kids so you you end up just kind of spending whatever amount feels safe based on what's in your in your bank account and this is a big risk for a business as it's growing and so as my business became more and more successful i had more and more fear because what money does uh, is money amplifies anything uh, any of your characteristics so if you're a, a if you're a greedy person, then money will make you more greedy. If you're a fearful person, money will make you more fearful. Um, and this was all, this, this is what was happening as the business was growing. And this was all kind of, everything I was feeling about this all was all rooted in this, in this kind of psychology of, well, this money in the, in, in the business bank account for the business is more money than I've ever seen personally, more money than I've ever had kind of growing up. When I was growing up, I never had more than, 
you know, grand or so in my, in my personal bank account at any, more time, at any one time. But a business operates at a different kind of scale. And so psychologically, I was, I was equating the, the cash in the business with my own personal feelings about personal finances, which is, which is all, the, all, all the wrong way. Uh, the, the wrong way to do it. So I did make investments as the business grew. I did hire people. I did invest in certain in certain things. You know, more expensive uh, web hosting and things like like designs and things like that. But it was always all the decisions I made were based on this idea of like, do we have money in the bank? And if we do, it's like, okay, let's do it. But if there's not so much money in the bank that day, it's like, okay, no way we're doing this because there's not enough money in the bank. It's a little bit like drinker's dilemma. You know, if you if you like if you like a drink. Then if you think back to the last time you had a little bit too much to drink and you had a really bad hangover the next day, you, you think to yourself, man, never again. Like this is this is it. I'm done with drinking. But then of course, two days later, when you sort of started to recover and the, you know, the next weekend comes along, you're like, bring it on, it's time to time to break out the uh, the vodka. And you kind of got this this totally contradictory behavior going on, right? And then when you get to about 30 years old, you realize that actually you can't quite keep up as long as much as you could before you know when you're 21 you could go out and uh, you know drink till eight in the morning and still go out to work the next day but around about 30 you know give or give or take this you realize okay i can't just drink whatever i want and then live with the consequences i've got to start to be more uh, preventative i've got to be a bit more proactive about this kind of decision making and it's the same thing with finance so i was at a point where i regularly had hundreds of thousands uh, in cash in my business account which for the size of my business was totally, totally, totally wrong thing to do. The thing is that that having that that kind of big chunk of cash, because I was operating in such a primal way, made me feel incredibly secure. But the basic problem is that your bank balance lies to you. Your business bank balance lies, it's a barefaced liar. And when you look at it on your app or on your online banking, you're not seeing a representation of reality. Why not? Well, first of all, it's not your money. It's the company's money. And secondly, it's not even all the company's money because you've got liabilities, you've got taxes due, you've got VAT to pay, you've got future dividends and salary that you might pay out or take yourself. Uh, cash in the bank is depreciating. 100 grand in the bank today is worth 95 grand next year if you just keep it there. But the main thing about having cash is that cash, from the business management perspective, does not show trends. It doesn't show you how things are changing over time. And so the effect of this is that in the short term, this just leads to paralysis. You end up doing what I did, which was kind of like operating your business with the money mindset of a 15-year-old and all the awful decisions that come with that. But again, that's kind of fine. And you can probably get away with this way of thinking up to around a kind of seven-figure point if you're lucky. But the problem is that post, once your business is generating seven figures a year, you, your expenses start to go up a lot because you can't you can't maintain that that pace of growth without investing a lot more in in all kinds of things you know mostly operational things marketing and so one as you as your as your business hits that ceiling you've got to spend more to survive and to keep growing but as you spend more what your psychology is telling you because you're still operating like a 15 year old you're thinking you know I'm spending all this all so much more money uh, and this kind of equates to danger because you're still operating with this primitive mindset. So the point is here that you've kind of you've managed to through through luck or hard work or some combination of the two, you've kind of grown your business, but your way of thinking about money has not evolved to keep up with the scale of the business. 
And so you've got to find a solution to this if you want to uh, if you want to keep growing, but also if you want to sleep well at night. Because what I found was that as I was starting to spend more and more money on staff, I'd ha- I'd, I'd just you know see all these salary checks coming out of my bank account every month. And I wasn't, all I would see was those individual checks. And I think, man, I'm spending all this money. But I didn't have the bigger picture. So I wasn't able to take a kind of mature bird's eye view of the finances of the business. Because if I had, I'd realize that it was all fine. But I didn't have that view. So right now, you probably have an accountant and you probably have a bookkeeper. The problem with this, though, is that these two people, although they are necessary, they only tell you what has happened. You might meet with your accountant maybe once or twice a year, um, your bookkeeper at the end of every month to tell you what has been spent uh, in the month. It's all stuff that has happened. It's just like the hangover the next day, which tells you, you know, you drank too much again and now you're suffering the the consequences. What it doesn't do, what your accountant and bookkeeper don't do, is tell you what is going to happen in the future. And so what you need to do is the equivalent of drinking a more, uh, developing a more mature uh, approach to drinking. This is the equivalent of thinking, right, I'm not going to drink this whiskey because I had a glass of wine earlier and I know that whiskey and wine do not mix, uh, as I found out to my cost, as I reminded myself to my cost a couple of weeks ago. So you need to develop the same kind of intuition and forward thinking in your finances. And what you need for this are what are called management accounts. And management accounts show you trends so that you can predict the future. What management accounts do, and you might have heard of this, uh, you might have heard this referred to as a PL, profit and loss statement. These show you different buckets in your business. So they show you from on a month by month basis, right? What is your what is your revenue? What are your direct costs? What are your um, uh, payment processing fees, things like that, or software subscriptions. You've got direct costs. You've got staff. Maybe some R and D that you are that you're investing in, and you see this all, all all plotted out in a table from month to month. Now, when you can see that when you can see that month by month, you see January, February, March, April, May, June, you can actually start to spot trends. So you might see, for example, ideally what you'll be seeing is that your cost base stays the same, your staff costs stay the same, your software subscriptions stay the same, but actually your revenue is trending up over time. And so what happens is your your profit margin is starting to increase. And as you see this from one month to the next or from one year to the next, this gives a new sense of stability and it can replace your old kind of lizard brain with this much longer term, much clearer view into your finances because now what you know is how things are trending over time. And if you can see that certain things stay stay, stay stable or even grow over time, you know, that can you can have a lot of you can derive a lot of security from that because it just becomes like a very logical, logical thing. There's no reason to think your business will disappear overnight, you know, if your if your levels of profit gradually increase from 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 one year uh, to the next. So it shows you trends in your business and it gives you transparency and insight into the inner mechanics of your business. And what this does is this allows you to begin to invest in new things based on those trends. So let's say you want to hire a new member of staff, like a video editor, for example, or, or, or a content creator or something like that. How can you, uh, do you, how do you know whether you can afford that person? Well, what you don't need to do anymore is look at your bank balance and think, okay, well, I've got that much in, I can probably afford them. Instead, you can actually look at what's happening in the PL in your management accounts and see, well, yeah, I can see from the, the trend in my net profit margin that actually I can definitely afford three or four K a month to, to bring on this new person because there are there's a clear buffer there. So I'm, I'm gonna make that decision and that investment comfortably into my business. 
This means then that you don't need to look at your bank balance anymore. For me personally, I, I look at my bank balance about once a week, once every couple of weeks maybe for like 60 seconds just to check that nothing, nothing untoward has happened. All other decisions get made based on your, on your management accounts. Now, bigger companies, more, uh, more established companies, this is all they look at. Nobody looks at the bank balance. Everybody works off management accounts, P&L, maybe the balance sheet as well. But the thing is, for us as online entrepreneurs, and particularly the creators who come from a background of usually building an audience, we're kind of spoiled, you know. We are accidental entrepreneurs in many cases. We grow this audience and then we end up with these, with these big businesses. We take longer to learn this stuff. We haven't been to, a, to, 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 to business school normally. Uh, we need to actually be quite proactive about learning this stuff, especially if you have ambitions to get to a seven-figure level and particularly beyond. And so there are a few books I can, I can uh, heartily recommend for this. There's a book called Scaling Up, which is fantastic. Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, Big Profits, fantastic title. That's a, another great book. There's also a great chapter on finance in Scott Olford's book, uh, The Nuclear Approach, I believe it's called. It really pays to begin to read up on this. And then hopefully what happens with all this extra revenue and insight, transparency that you, that you find, that you can actually make hiring decisions uh, with a lot more, lot more confidence. All right, thanks for listening to this episode. And if you like this episode, then please give it a positive rating in whatever podcast app that you're using. And if you want to listen to other interviews or just learn more about what we do, then make sure to go to our website, creatorsmart.com. See you on the next episode. Ciao.